welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. What does your morning look like? Do you hit the snooze button after your alarm goes off, doze for another 15 minutes, and then drag yourself out of bed, stagger into the shower, quickly get dressed, grab your keys and phone and run out the door, grabbing your coffee as you rush to the train station or your car, already thinking about all the emails waiting for you in your work inbox? Or do you rise majestically out of bed with a smile on your face, Taking the time to make yourself a coffee while settling down on the couch with a good book or perhaps going for a run or a walk outside or doing some gentle yoga. You take a nice relaxing shower, get ready and walk out the door feeling awake, refreshed and prepared for work. Now, your morning may look like one of these scenarios or perhaps it's somewhere in between, but whatever the case, Whoever you are and whatever you do for work, the way you spend the first 60 or 90 minutes of your day plays a critical role in how the rest of your day turns out. And how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. So in this episode, we're exploring the concept of the morning routine, what it is, why you should pay attention to it, and how it can help make you a more productive, high-performing human. I'm Christina Cantors, and this is Stand Out, Get Noticed, episode 173. Now, last week on the podcast, I shared a conversation with health and life coach Michael Cohan all around how to live a happier and more fulfilled life. And one thing we touched on was the importance of having a morning routine. Michael said the reason most of us don't know what we really want in life, and as a result feeling stressed, overwhelmed, etc., he says it's because we don't take the time to pause, reflect, and to listen to ourselves and do things that are just for us and not for anyone else. And one way to start doing this is to establish a healthy morning routine. Now, I'm a huge fan of the old morning routine, so I thought it would be appropriate to spend a whole episode on it and dive in because I truly believe that it's super important to your productivity, to your success, and to your overall happiness. I have implemented some sort of morning routine now for a number of years, and it's definitely changed through the years. And I wanted to share with you some of the things that I do as well as what other, you know, experts in in productivity and um, in this area are also talking about. Now, my goal for this episode is for you to walk away inspired to create your own morning routine, even if it's really simple. And maybe you already have a morning routine and you're looking for new ideas on how to enhance it, supercharge it, make you even more amazing as a human, in which case keep listening because there is plenty of gold in this episode. I'm confident of that. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash morning. That's thecmethod.com slash morning. Okay, so I want to give a shout out before we get into it. I want to give a shout out to all the beautiful podcast listeners who joined my brand new Facebook group called The C Method Rockstars, because that's what you are. I sent out an email to my subscribers um, last week and within a couple of days we had 50 people join which is super exciting. 
I created this group because I wanted to bring together the community of people who listen to this podcast and who follow my work with the C method. And it's a supportive environment for people to practice their speaking, putting themselves out there, asking the group for support and and, and supporting each other along their speaking, their communication journeys. I I'm so excited about this group. Um, I've been posting live videos in there. So there's content in there that you won't get anywhere else. So if this is something that you would like to get involved in, then I warmly invite you to join the group. Um, Find it at the C-Method Rockstars. That's the name of the group. I'll also put a link to it in the description of this podcast. Now, when you join, when you asked to join, you'll be asked to answer three simple questions. You must answer these for us to accept you into the group. I cannot wait to see you in there. Okay, moving on. Let's get into the content for today. Okay, morning routines. So firstly, I touched on why it's important. I want to give a little bit more context and some resources for you to check out if you find uh, this valuable. Firstly, um, so Michael Cohan last week mentioned The Miracle Morning. It's a book by Hal, a guy called Hal Elrod who was in a really bad accident and was pronounced dead and he was he was legally dead for 6 minutes and then he came back to life and he was told he would never walk again and then he be went on to do amazing things become an author speaker um I think he ran marathons and for him simply getting out of bed every day was the key to him getting literally back onto his feet and to rebuilding his life so if you're interested in the book check it out um it's called The Miracle Morning and it's at the miracle uh, miraclemorning.com. Now, if you don't want to read the whole book, that's totally fine. There are some awesome blog posts out there that summarize it nicely for you. And so you don't actually have to read the whole thing. That's all you really need, to be honest. Now, secondly, Tim Ferriss, who is a massive inspiration for me, he's obsessed with morning routines. And he asks all his podcast guests what theirs is. He, according to him, he says, if you win the morning, you win the day. Now, one reason why Tim Ferriss loves a morning routine is because it gives you a sense of accomplishment first thing in the day. So if your day turns to crap and nothing goes right and everything goes wrong, at least you'll know that you were able to control something and do something that was just for you. One example for Tim Ferriss is making his bed. He says that it takes him three minutes, but it provides him that sense of accomplishment. So even if everything goes wrong, at least you go, well, at least I made my bed. <laughs> so that's, so that's another, uh, you know, another way to look at it. Something that, a quote that I found that I, you know, live by is by, I think it's by Chris Gilbow. And he says, do your work before responding to the world. And I love this. It's about taking time for yourself and doing what's important for you without, uh, before you look at email, before you answer the phone, before you get back to all of the world that keeps hassling you for, for, for a response. So the morning, if you can get up early, it is, that is the best time to do something for you, to do that work before responding to the world. It's easy to say, oh, yeah, I'll just do it after work, but it's so easy to get held back at work or you'll, by the end of the day, you feel really tired. So if you have a project you want to work on or a subject you want to study or a blog you want to start, then making this time in the morning for that means that even if the rest of your day goes completely haywire, at least you still got that one thing done. Okay, 
So let's talk about what I mean by a morning routine. So a morning routine, according to well, how I see it, is a set of daily habits that you implement first thing upon waking in the morning. Now, these are useful, affirming habits that help you become a better person and set you up right for the day. So they're not bad habits, all right? Let's just get that straight. (laughs) Now, I know that if I've taken this time for myself, if I implement these habits, I feel better about the day. I'm more calm. I'm more balanced. If I have to get up and rush off early without taking that time to do something for myself, I just don't feel right. I was recently in Europe for six weeks, if you've been following this podcast for the last few months. Um, I was over there and I got completely out of my morning routine because I was in a new environment, everything was new, and I just didn't keep up with it. And I felt really, my day was really unstructured and I just felt, it was a bit weird, like I couldn't get into the right frame of mind to work on the creative projects I wanted to. And maybe if I had gotten into my morning routine from the start, it would have helped. So that's something that I want to implement next time I travel to make sure that I keep up with my morning routine. Now, with a morning routine, you might have a series of steps. It might be just one, might be two. It might be seven steps. It might take you 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. Whatever it is, pick something that works for you. And if you don't get it all done every single day, that is okay. It's important not to beat yourself up about it. But if, that's, if you've got something to aim for every day, then you're on the, the right track. All right, so let's get into how you might create a morning routine or what, a, what an effective morning routine might look like. Now, like I mentioned, there's no set way, there's no right way to do a morning routine. It's whatever suits you. If you are starting out, if you are the sort of person who just gets up and rushes off and doesn't do anything for yourself in the morning, then I encourage you to start small. Perhaps start with implementing one thing. And then once you've got that and it becomes habit, implement another. So step one with any morning routine is to get up early. That's right. Um, try 30 minutes earlier if you're getting started. I can, I can already hear some of your groans of resistance. Oh, I don't want to get up early, Christina. It's too hard. Well, look, nothing worth doing was ever easy, my friend. I'm sorry, but... If you want to become a better human and you want to have, you want to feel better about your days and get more done and feel more calm and balanced, it doesn't come easy. You're going to have to suffer a little bit at the start. Okay. So you're going to have to set your alarm for a little bit earlier. Maybe you have to go to bed a little bit earlier. Yeah. Which might mean that you might have to turn off the TV a little bit earlier. So this is where your, you know, your discipline will come into it. But Like I said, the more you do it, the easier it will get. You can do it. And for those of you in the Facebook group, you know, if you're going to implement this, let us know. We're here to support you. Yeah. I can even send you a message at like six in the morning and be like, welcome morning, everyone. You know, tune in for like a, maybe a live Facebook. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe late. Maybe. Okay. Forget that. Maybe in the future. We'll see. Okay. So I want to take you through the process that Hal Elrod goes through in his Miracle Morning book. Um, he's he's summarized it really nicely. So I thought I'd, say, I'd share it with you and you can take what you like and discard what you don't. He calls it his life savers. Savers, S-A-V-E-R-S. And each of those letters stands for something. S stands for silence. A, affirmations. V, visualize. E, exercise. 
R, read, and S, scribe. Okay, I'll go through these one by one and with an explanation and I'll let you know, you know, if I, if I implement these things and, um, and how I'm doing it. So S is for silence. So this could mean um, meditation, sitting in silence. It's just taking that quiet time for yourself to sit and reflect. No phone, no music, or maybe some nice meditation, background music, but, you know, no Facebook. It's just taking that time to be silent. Now, when I started meditating, I started with three minutes a day. That's all, three minutes. And then I built up to five and then 10 and then 15. And now I can happily meditate for 20 minutes. So that's, that's where I'm at at the moment. But obviously for you, you know, do what works for you. It might be as simple as sitting there and just taking 10 deep breaths. The next is affirmations. I love affirmations and I don't, I write them, but I don't read them out, which is what Hal Elrod suggests that you do. So what you might like to do is write out four or five sentences of affirmations of things that you want, of things that you want to be seen as, things that you want to shift your belief about. So for example, if you want to become a more confident speaker, your affirmations could be, I am a confident speaker. I have so much value to share with the world. I will, I will get that promotion or, you know, I am, a, I am an effective leader and have that written down, just four or five sentences. And every morning, have, stick it up, have it on your wall and read it out to yourself. Read it out to yourself every day and make that a habit. It only takes a minute, not even, less than a minute. And when you do this, you, the, when your mind hears the, the, these words coming out of your mouth, it's going to reinforce them and it's going to create that positive uh, reinforcement of that message in your mind. So a very quick, easy thing to do, but very powerful. The next is V for visualize. Now, this is where you visualize your day. Now, I interviewed, um, I interviewed entrepreneur Graham Speak a few episodes ago, and I remember asking him about his morning routine. And he said that when he's in the shower, he will close his eyes and visualize how his day is going to pl play out. So he'll visualize himself going into work, having a meeting, the meeting going really well, preparing a report, going and having lunch and all of those things. And he'll visualize himself going through each step of the day. Now, this in itself takes a minute again, but by, you know, visualization is a very powerful tool. Um, coaches use it, high performance coaches use it for, you know, world-class athletes about them visualizing the win. And the idea is that if your mind, if you can picture it in your mind, then your mind unconsciously starts to work towards it. It believes that it's possible because it's already seen it. So if you can close your eyes and visualize how your day is going to play out, it's then going to make your mind think, yes, I've already done that. It's already happened. So, and then increasing the likelihood of it going to plan. Now, of course, we can't control if everything goes to plan, but it's visualizing it beforehand is going to put us in a really good mental state where we feel good and confident about going into it. I use visualization before I give a, a speech or a presentation. I will, I will sit down, I'll close my eyes and I'll visualize my audience looking at me, smiling, um, happily receiving what I'm sharing with them 
and 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 sharing all their wisdom and knowledge back back to me. You know, I visualize um, getting up on stage, um, looking confident, feeling confident, and then walking off to you know a huge round of applause. So I visualize it going really well, and then that make, helps me to feel confident going up there. So why not use? It's such a simple tool, but so why not use it because it's so powerful um, to prepare yourself for the day. So that's um, visualize, V for visualize. E is for exercise. Now, exercise doesn't mean that you have to go run, you know, 10 miles or do like an hour of yoga. It's simply about movement and getting some movement into your body, getting that blood flowing, that blood pumping. Tim Ferriss talks about, well, he says to do 10 reps of something. So 10 reps of 10 10 push-ups or 10 sit-ups or 10 lunges, whatever it is, something to get your body moving. You might do, if you like yoga, maybe you might do 10 um, sun salutations. So, So this isn't a workout, remember, it is just to get your body moving. And then that's going to help get you energized for the day as well. So that's E for exercise. The next le- uh, next letter, so we're to, we've done save, now we're up to the R. And R is for reading. Now, I love reading good books. I love educating myself. And the best leaders read. You know, the best leaders are very well read. They have that growth mindset. They're always open to learning. So whatever, you know, topic that you want to learn about, maybe it is around personal or professional development, or maybe it's around some, maybe a hobby that you want to start, or maybe, um, you know, you want to learn how to write better, or you want to learn on, you know, you want to learn the skill of gardening, whatever it is, read, take some time to educate yourself and to fill your mind with good, positive messages um, and learning. Now, you can take as much time as you want to read. I usually will read for 15 minutes, maybe 20. If it's a good book, you know, I might might lose track of it, of the time. Um, You might just read for five minutes or read 10 pages, whatever it is. But that's something that, that's something that is, um, you know, highly recommended by a lot of um, coaches and people in the professional, personal development space. They're always, they're always about, you know, they're always talking about, you know, reading and doing it first thing in the morning. And then the final thing is S, final word, uh, letter in savers, S is to scribe or write. Now, I personally love writing things down. I find that it just, it helps to get everything out of my head because I have a lot of thoughts going on in there. And it's nice to just get it all out because then once it's out on paper, it gives you your mind more space to think. And there's multiple ways that you can do this. Um, so what I what I do in the morning is I'll sit down and I'll write three priorities for the day. So these are the three things that I must get done that day. And only three. I don't want to overwhelm myself. So I write down my three most important tasks and then I write down three affirmations which are similar to what I mentioned before, you know, I am a, um, you know, I am a, I'm a, I'm a world-class speaker. I am a, an empathetic leader. I, uh, you know, and, and other, 
what was one that I wrote the other day? Just trying to think. Um, one the one that I love is I am already successful. I have everything within my power. You know, so some really so really powerful life affirming affirmations. Write those down. And then I write three things that I am grateful for, which, of course, when we're grateful, it's really hard to be angry or annoyed or frustrated. So bringing it back to and, and, and wrapping up your morning with a nice little piece of gratitude is a really beautiful way to start the morning. So those are, so that's, so that's writing. Um, oh, and there's a, there's a, uh, something called the five minute journal, which my friend, um, George C.O.C. Samuels, um, told me about, and that's sort of like a similar structure where you do one, you fill out one page at night and one page in the morning, and it includes affirmations, gratitudes, and also writing things down like at night, writing down what was one amazing thing that happened today, or what was one thing that I'm grateful for today. Um, so that's quite cool. So check it out. Five minute journal. I'll pop a link to that in the sh- uh, show notes as well. Okay. So a summary of the savers from the miracle morning, um, S for silence, A for affirmations, V for visualize, E for exercise, R for read and S for scribe. Now, as you are thinking about which one of these you may want to implement, just so you know, it doesn't have to be in this order. All right. You can mix it up do what works for you. I personally like to get up, make myself, um, I just pour a big glass of um, warm hot water, put some lemon in it, and I'll sip that as I'm reading. So I like to sit down and read first, and then I'll write, and then I'll write a couple of things that I've learned from the book. And then I, and then I, and then what do I do? And then I meditate. And then I'll do a few, you know, yoga, you know, stretches and all of that and then do my visualization at the end. So you can, you know, you can do it in any way that you, in any way that you want. So I challenge you to implement at least one of these steps, at least wake up 15 or 30 minutes earlier and, and try some of these things and do it for seven days and see if it makes a difference. Now, some of you might be thinking, uh, Christina, what if I'm a night person? I'm not a morning person. Well, I, you know, I challenge you to think about, well, could you become a morning person? And think about, instead of thinking, oh, I'm not a morning person, think to yourself, how good would it feel for you to arrive at work and have already done a number of things that make you a better person and set you up right for the day? How good is that? I think that's worth becoming a morning person for, personally. So I challenge you to try it for seven days and see what difference it makes. If you're thinking, um, you know, some people do have resistance to these sorts of things. Now, at the moment in Melbourne, it's very cold in the morning. And something, a resistance, resistance that I feel in the morning is, it's so cold, I can't get out of bed. And it's just painful getting out of bed. One thing you can do is to put your alarm clock or, you know, your phone, whatever you use, on the other side of the room so that it forces you to get out of bed to um, turn it off. Whatever you do, don't use a Fitbit alarm, like a vibrating alarm on your wrist. I used to do that and I would, in my half asleep, half awake state upon feeling the vibration, I would like grab, you know, grab it and like turn it off and then I would just roll back to sleep again. Like it's just too easy to ignore. So do not use a vibrating Fitbit. 
on your wrist. Um, Something you might also want to consider is Mel Robbins' five-second rule. Now, Mel Robbins is one of my favorite speakers. She wrote a whole book about this, but it's really very simple. You count down from five. So if you're finding yourself lying in bed going, I don't want to get up, just just count down. So literally say, all right, I'm going to get up in five, four, three, two, one, and then just move. According to to her, it does something to your brain where if you count down, it just makes you go do that thing. And she used it when she was um, not in a good place and feeling really unmotivated and she realized that she would actually count down to make herself do stuff. So that's something else you could try if you're struggling with, with motivation for getting out of bed. Okay, so I hope that that's given you lots of things to think about and If you do implement some of these things, then do share it in the Facebook group. I'm going to be posting up in there and asking what are some of the things that you do in your morning routine um, and what are some new things you're going to implement. Show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash morning. That's thecmethod.com slash morning. And I'll put links to the books and the articles that I've mentioned um, in the episode in there as well. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Don't forget to go and join the Facebook group, The C Method Rockstars. I look forward to seeing you in there. I can't wait to connect with you there and um, and, and for the group to be able to support you in your speaking and communication journey. And that's a wrap on episode 173. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Thank you for listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed. To learn more and inquire about the C Method coaching, keynote, and corporate training programs, visit thecmethod.com.